The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the game played on November 25th, 1950, Tennessee 7, Kentucky 0. It matched number three, Kentucky, who was 10-0, and number nine, Tennessee, who was 8-1. Played at Tennessee under blizzard conditions, the game also matched Coach Paul Bear Bryant versus the General Robert Nealon. Now, here is the backdrop. Robert Nealon was near the end of his incredible coaching career at Tennessee. He coached Tennessee from 1926 to 1934, 1936 to 1940, and 1946 to 1952. He won 83% of his games, 173 wins. Coach Nealon's version of the Volunteers had won four national championships, 1938, 1940, 1950, which was the year this game was played, and 1951. He served in France in World War I and was a brigadier general in World War II. Now, at Rocky Top, he had coached 216 games and his defenses were absolutely legendary. They shut out 112 of the 216 teams they faced. He shut out 52% of the teams he faced. 1939, his volunteers shut out every one of the regular season opponents they faced. In the regular season, that 1939 team was undefeated, untied, unscored upon, and they're the last Division 1A team to accomplish that feat. The team was in the midst of an incredible NCAA record streak of 71 consecutive shutout quarters and 17 consecutive regular season shutouts. And again, I'm talking about the 1939 team. Now, both still stand as an NCAA record. His teams, Nealon's teams, had two consecutive undefeated streaks, one of 28 games, one of 33 games. And if that's not enough, other than being in the College Football Hall of Fame, Newt Rockney had called Nealon football's greatest coach. Now, that day, he faced Paul Bayer Bryan, who was at the beginning of his incredible career. He was at Kentucky, where he coached Kentucky from 1946 to 1953. He won 71% of his games. Legendary coach Paul Bear Bryant led the Wildcats out of obscurity because the three seasons before he arrived in Kentucky, the Wildcats never had won more than three games. Enter Coach Bryant. In his first season, Coach Bryant's version of the Wildcats was 7-3 and three and they never looked back. In fact, in his eight seasons at Kentucky, Coach Bryant never posted a losing record. And in six of the eight seasons, they won seven or more games. Now, 1950, the year this game was played, they went 10-1. and one. Now, he went on to Alabama, where he coached from 1958 to 1982. 232 wins, 46 losses, 9 ties, 83% of his games. 25 seasons at Alabama, 6 national championships. He won a national championship at Alabama, one out of every four years he coached. He had three undefeated teams. And he adapted with the times. I mean, the national championships coach Paul Bear Bryant won. Numbers one through three were with all white teams. Four through six, those national championship teams were integrated. He won with great quarterbacks, Namath and Stabler. And then he won national championships with the wishbone. 
So here we are, November 25th, 1950. Kentucky was facing Tennessee. Well, let's set the stage for you. Number three, Kentucky entered the game 10-0, and and number nine, Tennessee was 8-1. and Again, played at Tennessee, the game matched two of the all-time greatest coaches in the history of college football, the Wildcats, Paul Bear Bryant, the Vols, the General, Robert Nealon. The game was played in a blizzard. It was the great Appalachian storm. It was a storm of the century in 15-degree weather, six inches of snow, yet 45,000 fans showed up. Needless to say, it was a defensive struggle. In the second quarter, Kentucky fumbled on their own 36. On the ensuing drive, Tennessee fumbled, but the Val Dan Bordinger, who's a second-string guard, he recovered the ball to keep the drive alive for Tennessee. And on the next play, the ball tailback, Hank Loricella, threw a 27-yard touchdown pass to Burke Wicketer. Now, the extra point was muffed, but there was a penalty. The balls converted, and they were up 7 to nothing. There was no more scoring that game. The Volunteers' fierce defense, again, General Nealon had these incredible defenses, never allowed the Volunteers to end up closer than the 30-yard line. Uh, excuse me, never allowed the Wildcats to get closer than the 30-yard line. Now, due to the weather condition that day, there were 16 fumbles. I'll say that again, 16 fumbles. The Wildcats lost eight of their nine fumbles. Balls lost four of their seven. Now, this was the only loss of the season for Kentucky, and it kept the Wildcats and Paul Bear Bryant from a certain national championship. Only scoring was in the second quarter. As far as a recap of the game, well, Kentucky had 10 first downs. Tennessee had seven. Tennessee outgamed Kentucky rushing 131 to 36. And as far as passing yards, Kentucky had 31. Tennessee had 10. But all told, Kentucky only gained 67 yards that day. And again, there was those eight, 16 fumbles. Now, epitaph, what happened after the game? Three hours after the game, Kentucky was selected to play in the Sugar Bowl. And once being Tennessee, was already set to play Texas in the Cotton Bowl. As far as this upset Tennessee's upset over the nation's third ranked team before 45,000 and 15 degree weather in a blizzard. What did this mean? Well, it meant it kept this long time winning streak alive. The volunteers had last lost to Kentucky in 1935 and the Wildcats have never beaten a team coached by general Bob Nealon. Well, that season Kentucky beat Oklahoma and they finished with one loss. And as for Tennessee, they won the national championship. They defeated Texas in the Cotton Bowl, 20 to 14. Thank you for listening to the History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.